I'm now going to bring the message of the day and it's, it's very interesting uh, the kind of things that happen as we begin the journey of sharing um, the messages that the Lord brings to us because sometimes we begin and as we go there are messages that evolve. So, and that is one of the greatest joy of preaching in a local congregation because it's not someone you need to finish because you can only pick it up the next time. <laughs> uh, there are things that you don't do when you go as guests out there. But I want us to open the word of God. This is understanding our call to evangelism, uh, Sermon 4. But it is part two of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Uh, we are looking at the book of, a passage of scripture that is going to be guiding us is 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Verse 26 to 27. Um, 1 Corinthians, if you can bring it up. Okay. Bible says, for you see, uh, for you see you are calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble, Accord. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty, and the best things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen, and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are, the things that are, that are. So let's just take a moment to go through the list of some of the unqualified ordinary men that, and women that God chose through, uh, you know, as we, we, we see them doing the most unexpected things. I think we took time to mention about Noah uh, in our last Someone, and you can find the account of Noah in the book of Genesis 6 to 7. And it's so significant that Noah is listed as a preacher of righteousness. And he went to proclaim a message that would have been so unpopular, uh, talking about something that had never happened, and he just went on and did it talking about uh, rain that would come and destroy every civilization. And it had never happened before. He's credited for that faith. Then I mean, we must have mentioned something about Abraham and Sarah. Anytime we talk about Abraham, they were old, washed up couple who God used to, uh, to be able to bring, to build a nation, Genesis 11 to 25, that big passage, you could still, in your study, you will find this. Then we 
I'm sure we mentioned about Joseph who was entitled entitled teen who went through God's classroom training him to save both Egypt and Israel and the, the, the account of Joseph is one of the most exciting accounts to talk about considering where he came from and where God took him a testimony that you know God can move you from the lowest and take you to the highest because he is God <laughs> hallelujah and we need to get to that place in life where we believe this God and you believe him for yourself the personal experience with God amen just this past week I was able to uh, in the desire to take my daughter to the school where she went I, it's happened that there's a school also where I attended high school <laughs> in the neighborhood and it's amazing that the way uh, you go back to a place you have not been for so long and sometimes you see as in the same classes and still the same classes and uh, there's an improvement they have some A-levels they have boarding those times was day school when I was there I had to look for a room to stay or go to school and I, you know I, I met the the, 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 the new uh, uh, principal and showed me the wrist and I could tell him now when I was here this gentleman here was the one who was the principal <laughs> and you're talking about you know you're talking about years back because I went to form one in 1973 so <laughs> and it is in that school why, why that school is significant it is in that school that I gave my life to Christ. So that is a very, very important part of my history. But considering, you know, when you go to a place like that, it uh, takes your memory back. And some of the memories can make you a bit emotional. Because the gate is in the same place it was. They haven't changed the gate. They have improved it was the same place. It reminded me being sent away because the fees was not paid. It goes into your chemistry when you remember those kind of things. And how you're walking and you don't know when you're going to back to school. Because your parents have been able to do one. Yeah. It just reminded me how my mother, God bless her soul, she's diseased came to Jogo house and worked so hard to get me a bursary to go to school and succeeded. But only for a time because some wicked, corrupt person decided to die the bursary. But I stand here today so many years later as a testimony of God's faithfulness. Hallelujah. 
When my kids went to school, none of them was sent away because I was unable to pay. Hallelujah. Because God is able to change situations. And this God, no secret what he can do. What God has done for me, he can do it for anybody. Hallelujah. Yes, he can do it. Hallelujah. He can do it for you. He can do it for you. This is an amazing God. So, even when you go through some difficult times, in fact, when Joseph was talking about the dream and his brothers despised him, one of the greatest accounts Joseph's story is that he said what was meant for evil. God turned it aloud. Hallelujah. To work for the good. I do not know how many people are working against you. But I have some good news for you. What is meant for evil? God can turn it aloud. To work for your good. God has not changed. Hallelujah. Then we have the account of Moses as Tamara, who God wanted to use, but he said, I can't speak and he was allowed to even carry somebody else. But Moses is still reputed to be a man who was so close to God, a man that is reputed for the deliverance of the children of Israel from bondage. A man who faced a cruel fellow to tell him, let my people go. And he did so many signs and you know about them. And you can read this in Exodus chapter number three to Exodus chapter number four. Then in closing, last week we spoke about Rahab, who was a prostitute, a prostitute who God used to help his spies overtake Jericho. And because of his faith, her faith rather, she was able to be listed in the hall of fame, a hero of faith. Amen. Because of doing something that was so significant. Today we pick up on another character. And I hope I can be able to get over this because it's a great testimony. And this is Jonah. I want us to visit the book of John chapter 1. Because the testimony of Jonah is very, very important, especially when we consider the callings that God has given us. Because Jonah was sent by God, and even if he really, really wanted to disobey and go to a direction 
God was so determined to get him to do what he wanted that he created a crisis and nobody knew what was the reason of the crisis until they asked themselves what is going on here Bible says the word of the Lord came to Jonah the son of Amittai saying arise go to Nineveh that great city yeah, and cry out against it for their wickedness has come before me and Jonah arose to free from to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord he went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish so he paid the fare and went down to it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea and there was a mighty tempest on the sea so that the ship was about to be broken up. Then the mar um, mariners were afraid and every man cried out to his God. And they threw cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the, the ship, the road. But Jonah had gone down into the lowest part of the ship and had lain down and was asleep. Are you following me? <laughs> this guy was asleep. And things are so chaotic. Everybody is throwing things out. <laughs> yeah? And he was asleep. Yeah? I go Melala too. Let's move forward there. <laughs> so the captain came to him and said to him, What do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. And they said to one another, Come. Let us cast rod that, may, that we may know whose cause this trouble has come upon us. <laughs> yeah? So what did they do? They cast rod and the Lord fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, please tell us for whose cause is this trouble upon us? What is your occupation? <laughs> what is your job? That's what it means. To be a kazia kodinini. Yeah? Where do you come from? What is your country? And what of what people are you? Yeah, this guy was going to be asked some tough questions. <laughs> So he said, 
to them, I'm a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. And the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, Why have you done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord. Sasa diyo wamejua, wewe ni kukimbia unakimbia. Ishi dayote diwe umetuletea. Are you listening? Yeah. We are in trouble because of? Of you. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you? Make your own judgment. What shall we do to you that the sea may come for us? But the sea was growing more tempestuous. And he said to them, pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will become calm for you. For I know what this great tempest is because of me. He has already confessed. Ishi dayote niangu. Yeah. Yeah. Ishi dayote niangu. Move it a little bit. Nevertheless, the men had to return to land, but they could not, for the sea continued to grow. So it's like you are saying, let us sympathize with this man. But at last, Therefore they cried unto the Lord and said, We pray, O Lord, please do not let us perish for this man's life. And do not charge us with innocent blood. For you, Lord, have done it, done as the priest you. Yeah. So they picked up Jonah and threw him to the sea. And what does the Bible say? The sea ceased from raging. Immediately. Wow. Running from the will of God. How many are running from the will of God? Jonah was called to go into the ministry as a prophet to the city of Nineveh. However, Jonah ran from calling, uh, ran from his calling and refused to enter the ministry that God had called him. It is never a good thing to run from God's call on your life, whatever it may be. Not everyone is called into the ministry as Jonah was. But whether God calls you to the ministry or not, he always has some kind of assignment for you. As Jonah found out, God will deal with us if we do not obey his call. So I want you to know, you need to answer God's call. And start on the most exciting adventure of your life. Don't run away from where God is calling you. God placed a supernatural roadblock on Jonah. God supernaturally broke Jonah's 
way so that Jonah could would repent and obey God's call. Jonah had tried to run from God's call by going to sea, but God caused a storm to rise and Jonah was thrown overboard only to be swallowed by a great fish. God may not cause you to be swallowed by a great fish if you run from his call, but you may find yourself in a series of adverse circumstances that have been designed by God to get you back on the right path. Doors may be shut, jobs may end, finances may drop, relationships may go sour as part of God's way to lead you back to your purpose in life. You see, God deals with disobedience. Hallelujah. God will punish disobedience. The only solution is repentance. Amen. Sin is rebellion against God and cannot stand in the presence of God's holiness. It oppresses spiritual barrier between us and God that will not be removed without our confession. We may think that we have gotten away with our sin because we have experienced no immediate judgment from God. But the Bible assures us that sooner or later, the effects of our sins will catch up with us. Jonah found this out quite dramatically. When God speaks to our hearts and gives us directives, we have no choice than to obey. We sing a song, trust and obey. For there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. We must obey then if we must obey what God is commanding us. God does not ignore sin and disobey, disobeying God's command is sin that must be dealt with. When we fall into the sin of disobedience as Jonah did, we must first recognize that God opposes our disobedience. Then repent and obey. Changing our hearts as well as our behavior. You change your heart, then change behavior. That's what repentance is about. A change of heart and a change of behavior. For with the heart, a man believes. Hallelujah. And made a big confession which causes and causes them to walk in obedience, which becomes a fruit of righteousness. God responds to disobedience 
by making circumstances oppose us. Think about that. I want to read that one time because it's a very, very profound statement. That God's response to disobedient by making circumstances oppose us. Yeah. He knows what is needed to cause a change in our hearts and behavior. The path by which we free from God will soon become the highway to repentance because of his faithfulness and intervention. We find this man in the belly of the fish. God caused Jonah to stay inside the fish for three days and three nights. That was the length of time the ancients ancient thought it took to come back from Shell, the place of dead. Jonah said, out of the belly of, the, of Shell, I cried. Jesus confirmed the historical occurrence of Jonah in the belly of the fish and used it to, uh, to, to describe the time he would be in the heart of the earth. Because there are people uh, who try to say that this is an allegory. This is not a reality. Yeah. I remember not long a time ago, you know, facing somebody who was trying to say the truth of God's revelation is an allegory. And for me, if you want to really touch on areas that would trigger some very, very serious emotion, is to challenge the validity of the word of God. What I believe. Because for me, I'm a biblicist. I, I, I try to commit myself to scripture. This gentleman had written a book quoting reality of what I believe was real and say this is not real this was an allegory <laughs> and do you know there are people who don't believe that this is real except Jesus himself confirmed it this was reality of how God dealt with rebellion are you running away from the presence of the Lord are you running away from obeying God? Is God calling you? And I was sharing yesterday when we were training, I said, I'm so concerned because during my times, you know, you'd always see young people leaving their jobs and say, God has called me. When last did you hear one? What happened? Does it mean God stopped, stopped calling young people? It's rebellion. Rebellion. And I dare say this, and I know I'm on public television, but I consider Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, to be the greatest employer to work for. I'm not ashamed about that. I'm not looking for a political position. Because it is inferior to what I do. So don't expect me in the barot anywhere. I tell I'm putting myself in the barot for president 2022. Not me. What I do is higher 
than that. Hallelujah. And we need to understand, young people who are here, yes, you may go into anything and maybe make money, but if you are running away from the presence of God, you will not enjoy that money. You will not. Because God needs people who will obey him and respond to the call of God. When we talk about the city of Nineveh, do you think Nineveh had worse sins than the city of Nairobi? No. Oh, isn't this city filthy? The Koinange streets of our day are still there. Is that not true? Drug abuse. Just outside the gates of our church, there are people are here who do drugs. I don't know them. Right here, they are there. See, they are not even ashamed. Because they see this just as another thing. Maybe they, they, maybe they even don't know this is a church. Are you listening to me? God is calling you. Hallelujah. I say God is calling you. And you see, the call of Jonah was specific. Go to Nineveh. It was not to go anywhere else. And as many as we are sitting in this sanctuary today, there is a specific calling to where you should go. Yes. And we all don't have to be ordained ministers wearing our critical shirts. Even your own profession, you can obey the call of God. Your profession. That is why we have the seven mountains of influence. Yeah. The call of God. The call of God. We know that Jonah is mentioned in Hebrews 11 as a hill of faith. Faith extends beyond what we learn from our senses. Hallelujah. Some of you are so keen to use your common sense. There is another sense. And that's a sense of faith. You will never accomplish much with your common sense. You need this higher sense. The higher faith that made our own Pastor Kiyoko know that he doesn't have to be a mechanical engineer to fix cars. That he can answer the call of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To fix the hearts of men is better than to fix cars. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. This is the same call. A young man walked into the tent and heard me preach. And he was willing to leave all and follow. He sold everything and came. Check on him whether he's disappointed. 
a civil building engineer. Now he does some. He builds the hearts. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is the God that we are talking about. Hallelujah. This is the call I responded to. As a civil servant working with government, I still remember my personal number. Hallelujah. And I wrote and left a permanent pensionable job to enter what I've been doing for many years now. No regrets. No regrets. Who has cheated you? That there's a company that can pay you more than the company of Jesus. Who has deceived you? I don't know where I'm going with this. But I feel like making an altar call to people who God is calling like Jonah and you are still pursuing other interests. Because if we are going to preach this gospel, we need young people to awake and respond to the call of God. Amen? I worship team, you better occupy your position. I'm, I'm running out of time. And you know, I never touch the service of this sermon. But I'm not disappointed for not using my notes. They can be used another day. Let's stand up. Hallelujah. I don't know what God is calling you to. But I perceive in my heart, we have people who are Refusing to respond to God's call. And you know, I tell people, and we discuss with my wife many times about this, there's no retirement to God's work. You do God's work as long as you have your breath. So don't make excuses to me that I retired. You retired your work in your public service, in your law firm, in your teaching, but you never retired from serving God. Serving God just until you breathe, yeah, until you are called to heaven. As long as you wake up in the morning, you are still on assignment. We are on assignment. Hallelujah. Consider yourself, you are what? On assignment. If we are going to transform Nairobi and transform Kenya, I wish I had the time to talk about a few more things. When you see what is happening in this country today, you know we need men and women of God who cannot sell out. Amen? I want you to go and read a passage that one of the bishops of the city shared with us in a board meeting I participated this week. And, I, and I've read this, we read... We read the you know, Bible through. My wife and I try to read the Bible through once a, once a year. And, and, and I know we have read many times, but there are things that came out of this Psalm 52 that shocked me. 
And I know I've read it before. And, and I know I'm out of time, but let me read this very quickly. It's not a long passage. So that you know the risk the wicked are having by insisting on wickedness. Are you with me? Why do you boast in evil, almighty man? The goodness of God endures continually. Your tongue devises destruction like a sharp razor working deceitfully. You love evil more than good. Lying rather than speaking righteousness. You love all devouring words. Have you heard some of the words that are coming from the mouth of our politicians? And you think that we are better than Nineveh? And Gomorrah? We need Jonah. You love all devouring words. You deceitful tongue. You know, you know, Judy, when I was growing up, if I needed, if I considered lying to my mom of a mistake I did, I could not look to her. I looked up. <laughs> but these days, people have been so... I don't know how to describe them. They can lie to you Look into your eyes. What happened? May God have mercy. I say, may God have mercy. Let's move on quickly because I'm out of time. God shall likewise, listen to this is so scary. God shall likewise destroy you forever. He shall take you away and pluck you out of your dwelling place and put you from the land of the living. What does that mean? Unajua hii ni neno la Mungu. Mimi sikusema hii, mimi sikuandika hii. Kwa watu watafanya nini? Let it not be you. Bana sifiwe. Let it not be you. Because arrogance we are here because of God's pressure. But you cannot be arrogant. Let me move quickly. I need to get down with this. Now, the righteous also shall see and fear and shall laugh at him, saying, Here is a man who did not make God his strength, but trusted in abundance of riches. Yeah, and strengthened himself in his wickedness. But I am like the green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. I will praise you forever because you have done it. And in the presence of your saints, I will wait on you. I wait on your name for it's good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every hand is bound. If you are here and you are saying, Bishop, I know God has called me. 
to fulfill a certain ministry but I've been struggling lift up your hand where you are you know God has called you and you want to say Lord I will not run away like Jonah I'm going to obey you if you know that it's you please don't harden just lift up your hand thank you for that hand over there any other person thank you for that hand thank you for that hand there thank you for that hand thank you for that other hand there all those who are lacing your hearts, I want you to come here. We have a big area. I want you to come and spread here. I want to pray for you. Come. Just come. 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 Just spread out, spread out. Don't stay so close. Spread out. Spread out a little bit. God is calling you. Don't create a crisis for your family for rebelling against God. Don't create a crisis for your family for running away from God. Don't. until you answer to his call you have no option than to obey hallelujah I pray allegiance to the Lamb with all my strength with all They will not deny like a great angelic choir sings. I can almost hear their voices ring. I pray. I this is the time to pray the regions.
Father, in the name of Jesus, in this sanctuary today, we have young people. We have all manner of people. Some could be adults, married, and they are standing in this altar today because they recognize they have a call from you to fulfill a certain mission. I pray you will clarify to them and they will obey from this day and things will begin changing in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your faithfulness. Hallelujah. I want everybody who is here First, of course, one of the most important factors for you who is here, I believe that for you to be answering to the call is first that maybe you are born again. Could there be anybody who walked here, you know you have a call, but you say, I'm not even born again. That's where I'm beginning. Is there anyone here like that? Lift up your hand. You're not born again and you're here. I think all these are born again, they are answering. So I want you... To go and get your bag or whatever you had. And I want you to walk at that corner. You're going to meet, meet Reverend Weru uh, and his wife, and also uh, uh, Brother Alan and your wife. You can go there. Please take the names. Some of the papers there quickly. Each one of them will, will register and indicate what they feel God calling them. We'll see how we assist them from there. Please, if you have buy a bag, go and get and go and meet Pastor Wero there. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. I pray I yes to love. We need some paper there. With all my strength With all I am I will sing to service maybe you're there and you're not born again you're saying pastor before you close I need Jesus to save my soul I've never never answered the most important invitation about my salvation lift your hand if you are there and you want to be born again is there anyone in the sanctuary would be born again okay those of you watching on television you know you're not born again whether you're watching on youtube or facebook i want you to make this prayer say dear lord jesus this day i open up my heart come and save my soul give me a hope that no one can take away thank you for loving me thank you for calling me to yourself give you worship give you honor for saving me in jesus name amen you made that prayer use your phone right now there's a number on the screen communicate back with us we will reach you whenever you are around the world just make sure you give us your number with all the all the codes that needs to come uh, we will call you and encourage you hallelujah thank you Jesus we had prayed for the sick 
when you are doing communion but if you know that you still will need a prayer for healing lift up your hand the power to heal is in this place father in jesus name pray for those raising hands because they are unwell we declare their health today we declare their health today in jesus name amen amen let us celebrate Lord, I pray as we dismiss this service that you go with us. Let your favor rest upon us. Thank you for speaking to us from the account of Jonah. Even if you are not exhausted, we have begun. And we will continue to speak to us. Be glorified, we pray with thanksgiving. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Let's celebrate the goodness of the Lord.